Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to The Porcupine with me, Adam Nutter. Hey, how are you? Good? I don't really care if you are or not. That's your fault. That's your problem. I don't know why you're here if you're not good. That's crazy. You should go do anything else if you're not feeling well. Uh, But if you are here, I guess I'll try to make you laugh. So, hey, all right. Speaking of making you laugh, follow me at Adam Nutter and all the social media stuff. Uh, Please come on out next Saturday. This is live. Next Saturday, New Hampshire, Rollinsford, right next to Portsmouth, right across the fucking little river from Maine. Uh, I'll be at the Shell, headlining. Come on out. Get your fucking tickets. I actually have no idea how many are left or not or sold out of at all. Actually, I have no idea. No one told me anything. So go see. You can still get tickets. Probably still available. Go to droptent.com slash events. Click the, the Shell. Get your fucking tickets. Uh, I'll be there with, of course, the great Neil Wood. Uh, Blaise Gigakis, Jesse Pedraza, and a guest appearance from Drew Thomas. Bunch of Philly guys. It's going to be a fucking banging show. And then uh, May 13th, we'll be at Rexy's in Jersey. It's in Hollings, Hollingswood, New Jersey. It's right across the fucking river from Philly. It's right. It's right. You could fucking throw a football from Philly and hit this fucking place. So coming out from Philly, if you're in Philly or the Jersey area, that's May 13th at Rexy's. And then the next day, May 14th, back at the pop-in, Chalfont, also by Philly, coming out. We got Matt Himes. Uh, is going to be there, Dave Permiano, and fucking somebody else. I don't remember. It's going to be a good show, though, I promise. <laughs> and then May 28th, I'll be up in Bethlehem, PA, uh, at the FOE Club, and a bunch of other shit in between. Those are the only things I can remember off the top of my head. It's pretty good for somebody with a bunch of fucking brain trauma, right? You know? uh, of course, go buy a shirt. Go buy a shirt. Uh, droptent.com slash store. Get your porcupine shirts or get your disobey your local nutter shirt from top from artwork by Top Lobster himself, the man, the myth, the legend, the lobster. Go get it. Go support me. Please give me money. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. That's enough for me. Uh, my guest today from the Outlaw Thoughts Podcast and my Alaskan brother bear from the polar bear region. <laughs> give it up. For my man, Leighton Radner. What's up, dude? Hey, how you doing? That's an interesting name for a place. Rexy's is kind of cool. That has a neat name. Yeah, so they're like uh they're like one of these places with like a re- they're like a restaurant slash like venue. Yeah. And yeah. outdoors they have this fucking giant like tented area. It's like huge. It's it's like, oh, it's, like whole, cool. it's like it's like a parking lot almost. It's like it's like half a parking lot size. And uh we did a show there like earlier on the year and it was miserable because it was even though it was like heat a tent like not really you're outdoors still and it's fucking january and and, you know i'm like this sucks because like you know like i don't want to wear a jacket and do comedy so yeah i I usually wear a short sleeve shirt so i have my jacket on and i didn't realize like how cold the fucking tent was gonna be so i walk in i take my jacket off like nope fuck that (laughs) right back the fuck on no yeah i can't i can't live where you live dude i say it all the time i bitched on twitter the day it was 60 degrees here and i was wearing like a hoodie I was like, it's kind of cold. <laughs> I went I went to a 420 party yesterday that was outdoors, and it was like 30 degrees for the whole thing. I wore shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> but like, you know what it is? This is what I, this is like, what you were like, it's all relative, right? 
Yeah, so, oh, 100%. Because so like, when I went to Florida, I was hot as shit. <laughs> exactly. If you're constantly, if your regular temperature is zero, dude, 30 is like 80. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even like for PA, because I live right by Well, Philly. like the 75 that I got in Florida was like 110. It felt like I was in Nevada again. You're like, are you, how are you guys like dying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the humidity helps. Um, I think that's why so many Alaskans migrate to Florida. Because I've been to Vegas, and yeah, Vegas is great. Love Vegas. <laughs> the the uh, the the weather in Vegas is so dry. The heat sucks. I hate it. Oh, see, the, opposite. Love yeah, it. Yeah, see, it's for me. It's the reverse. <laughs> Love the, it. The humid heat was was way more enjoyable to me. Dude, I love going to Vegas and going in the pool and then getting out of the pool and just being dry. <laughs> I have a bit dry. of a, a, I have a, a, a pool story about Vegas. So we went and stayed in this shitty, I think it was called the Manor Hotel. Well, I don't even know. Where, yeah. I've been to Vegas, by the way, seven times. I've never yeah. heard of the Manor Hotel. <laughs> so it is, this, it is this little shithole outside of the main part of Vegas that does like weekly rentals. And so we were renting this place for a few months, hanging out there, just kind of enjoying ourselves and being cheap. And uh, there was a pool at this place, but it was not heated. And this is winter in Nevada. And no one would use the pool or hot tub. It was just empty 24-7. Yeah, yeah. So me and my brothers would go down and use that damn That's thing. And I'd so be in cold, there. Though. Oh, I'd be in that thing, I mean, in the middle of the night. It'd be it'd be pitch blackout and people are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, the water is like 50 degrees. That's this crazy, is fine. Dude. Like, that's this is a legitimate polar bear. You're... That's a lake. Like here, if you if it's 65 out, you're you can go swim in the lake. Like that's, that's what people do. Crazy. So it's not to me. That's just not unheard of. That's normal. So I, I don't I don't know if I have like just poor circulation or something, but like I swear to God, as I got older and like the less muscle I gain and the skinnier I get, I just feel like I, I get cold so fucking easily. That's why like do the Northeast. It does suck. Like it's cold nine months out of the, it truly is cold nine months out of the year. Or if it's not cold, but if not cold, then like not awesome. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, so like it, it still sucks. It's April. It's almost May. It still sucks. I literally look forward to the May temperature. It's still going to be like in the fucking 50s and 40s in like nighttime. That's not awesome. It doesn't get relatively consistently hot till like the third week of June. And then it starts to get like cold again, like the September, the end of September, like the first week of October. So we have like three months of like, this is pretty hot, huh? And then it's like, okay, I go back to fucking just being sad all the time. <laughs> like, well, like I hate yesterday it. was it, it Seward, the town I'm in, has notoriously bipolar weather. Uh, you can get people on the news to tell you, oh, tomorrow's going to be like 60 degrees and sunny. And then you'll wake up and it'll be, you know, snowing or pouring rain. So. Yeah, it sucks. Also, we just did like weather talk, like old men, and that just that was crazy. We oh, it's that. great. Yeah. I know. We, I, hey, I, I we, didn't mean we, to, but it just, I hate it. It's like a true. <laughs> Pet peeve of mine is like the bipolarness of weather. It, it just it goes beyond like weather conversation, like weather small. I'm like, no, I really want to kill myself. Like if I go from <laughs> putting the top down on my fucking Bronco and wearing no sleeves to literally the next day fucking sleep, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. So whoever is in charge of the weather, 
the government, the Jews, the Jews, <laughs> cut it out, <laughs> cut it out, make it hot or cold, just, just make it consistent. Just all I'm asking for, just make it consistent. Anyway, well, they can. That's why the Jew. That's how you know that the Jews are in charge of it because every time it gets too cold, they complain and they kick it back to the other side. And then when it gets too warm, they complain. They kick it back the other side. I feel like I feel like the power struggle between the deep state and the Jews and the deep state. Like, no, we gotta make it warm. And they're like, no, it's too hot. We gotta put it cold. And they're like, no, it's not the plan. The plan's it's just hot. a Saudi guy on one end of the fence or one end of the switch and an Israeli guy on the other side. And then, and then just Reagan in the middle, smacking in their hands. <laughs> this is the joke that gets me a strike on YouTube. And all Jesus the things I've Christ. ever said on the that's going to be it. Hey, I'm like, Jewish. Jews, Jews, Jews is, don't control weather. This, this is being said by a Jew. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just I telling you what it was. All right. No, enough weather talk. Layton, thanks for coming on. Um, you have a great podcast. I was a guest on recently, the Outlaw Thoughts podcast. Um. You're a young dude. You were 24, 23? 22. Whatever. Fuck off. Uh, it annoys me. I hate you for being 22. It's so awesome. <laughs> dude, I, the other day, I was just, not even the other day, today, I was reminiscing about my 20s. I'm like, dude, that was awesome. And then I look in the mirror, I have gray in my beard. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's like every day is worse. Like, I, my neck pain gets worse. My fucking back pain gets worse. I'm like, God damn it. it is 22 rocks. It is weird because. Everybody I've seen to have met in person within the Liberty Movement has all said the exact same thing, which is they thought I was like 30. Yeah, I'm 35. It sucks. <laughs> but Dave, Dave's kind of right. I feel like a boomer. Shannon says you're young enough to be his kid, <laughs> which, I, yeah, you are. That's crazy. Uh, but, like, th this is my uh, my question to you and all the other young guys. Like, I, I, I told this to Dave Brady before. He was even younger than you. I was like, you guys got in the movement, like, early. Like, passionately early, which is, I guess, good. But also, like, what the fuck made you be, like, as a 22-year-old? Or even – because you, you obviously didn't get into it at 22. You got into it younger. Right. So what made you even younger than 22 be, like, fucking liberty and, like, politics and, like, fucking right. Ron Paul? Because me, at 22, like, I, you know, I was involved in the world, but, like, I was, like, pussy. <laughs> like, that's all I cared about. Like, you know, like, pussy in sports, dude. Like, let's go. Like, I didn't give a shit. So, like, so why I, I think that might – well, that well, you just touched on something that might have something to do with it, but we'll go through it. But So, <laughs> at, like, 17, um, I was starting to get politically active, starting to think about kind of that stuff. Um, I started making money, you know, and you start to realize how much of your cash is going to weird places. You start to look at kind of what's going on. And uh, I, start, I was already listening to Legion of Skanks. And so I got introduced to Dave Smith through that. Um, started listening to his show, started listening to Tom Woods. I actually kind of stopped listening to everything for about six months when I went on a kind of hiatus to just read, um, which was kind of when I went through and started reading through you know, different books and just learning about the, the philosophy behind the stuff. Um, but for me, I guess it came from just feeling the need to know what I was talking about when it came to politics because I was – getting in a lot of debates with people my own age at the time. Uh, and the more that I got involved in politics, the older the people that I was conversating with got. I stopped kind of hanging out with, I mean, I don't hang out with anybody my own age. Everybody I hang out with is in their fucking 40s or 50s. Or, you know, it's like, because uh, I just find myself not really conversating too well with younger people in my own kind of age bracket. 
but the the thing you touched on, which was the no, the uh, caring about pussy thing, I just don't care about relationships. I've always been kind of a like I guess not. I don't want to use the term fucking asexual because I think that's gay as shit. Uh, but I'm gonna just use the term of just not interested in people. I just don't really like. I'm interested in the the philosophy and the people and what they do, but I'm not interested in like being involved with like the emotional side of stuff. That's interesting. Okay, so I guess my follow-up to that is, and I'll tell you why I was, because I grew up in Staten Island, which is a fucking Italian-filled, <laughs> fucking very jockey, you know. Right, I grew, up, I grew up in a in a little cabin in the woods. So yeah. it's, I think that might probably, I mean, that, that probably most Plus, definitely hey, has something like, to play in. I mean, I, I grew up around, like, all my friends, older brothers, like, just, talking about like like clubbing like that was like the thing like in the right. late 90s early 2000s like i was like you know in, in like a young kid early teens and they were all like you know 21 22 25 they're like going to fucking stress factory and that's stress factory electric factory going to fucking uh like crowbar going to fucking here going to here going to like you know all these now closed clubs in manhattan at the time they were right. like the club like sound factory was like the sound factory it was like the club and you're hearing them being like, yo, I fucked this chick in the bar. I fucked this chick. And like, you grow up listening to that, like, oh, that's what we we're supposed to do. Like, you know, we're supposed to be like, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just like go out, fuck chicks, and like fucking play football and shit. And like, that's what you do. And that's what I grew up thinking I'm supposed to do. And it was just, like, I was in my mid 20s, like, oh, that's not important. <laughs> like, none of yeah, this is really, really important. Like, yeah, none of this is important at all. I think I just probably came to that realization a little earlier because I didn't really ever have those relationships growing up because of where I grew up. So, I didn't really ever assign a value to him, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking Not serious. here, it isn't. Yeah, me either. I have a card, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> Which is a bummer, because I can't have a gun, because I, I have a card. Is that how it works over there? Well, the state doesn't care, right? But the feds but, do. But the feds do. So the state can't federally sell it. They can't sell you a gun because they lose their license, because they have to federally oh. have a license. So you could drink yourself into a stupor and just walk out into the street and start shooting, but I can't smoke weed and have a gun. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they solved that problem here by not requiring concealed carry permits. Is that the – that can't be the reason. Is that the reason? Is we don't that, have concealed carry permits. No, but is that the reason why it's illegal here still? It's well, still... because – so think about it this way, right? When you apply for an FFL to purchase a firearm – the feds have to run a background check on you. So I imagine what is happening is they're running that background check and it's popping up that you have a prescription for marijuana because you have the card. And so it nixes you because they won't allow, I think they just like alcohol. Like I know a lot of YouTubers who got in trouble back in the mid, you know, 2014, 2013, that era because they had guns on their walls behind them in their videos and they drank on their shows. So the YouTube community was like, well, this is technically incorrect firearm safety and stuff like that because you're drinking around firearms and you're doing it on video. Prove so it's a real gun. Well, that's exactly what I would argue in court, but YouTube never has to worry about that because no one's going to fucking take them to court. So they just, right. you know, because they got 230 protection and all that bullshit. Right, right. So they should probably have to go to court for something like that, but they'll never have to. And so mm -hmm. it makes it kind of uh, difficult from that angle. 
Uh, oh, this is, uh, t- I guess, t- topical. I do want to go back into your background more, but I mean, yeah. just real quick, what do you think about uh, Elon Musk pushed for the Twitter thing and also talk about like Netflix? You didn't realize himself on Netflix recently yeah. about like Netflix is kind of tanking, huh? Like, what do you do you think that's something we need? Like a guy like that who's like oh, well, pro yeah. speech and to, to yeah, buy shit I, out? I think it's needed because it proves to a certain extent that if, 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 Elon Musk was unsuccessful in buying Twitter. It proves substantially in the marketplace something we as libertarians can point to as exactly the problem with crony capitalism, Mm. because he should be able to purchase the company, right? Um, The only thing that's going to stop him from purchasing the company is not the interest of the shareholders, but rather the board members. Uh, and that's really not how, in my opinion, many companies would run themselves if not for the way the government gets involved with them. Um, so yeah. uh, I think it's good because even if he's unsuccessful, it will give us something to point towards that we've been saying for a long time. And if he is successful, it gives us a point uh, to, to take a look at and say, hey, well, here's somebody who's a capitalist who made his money who actually was able to fight back against some of the stuff that we disagree with uh, from a moral standpoint. So that's good too. So it's kind of a win-win in my book for libertarians. Either it gives us a point of contention to point to as proof that this cronious system is is there and alive and well, or it uh, gives us something to be, I guess, hopeful of. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, like the whole... It is also funny. Like the left is like it's a private company, and then when he tries to buy it, they're like, yeah. "Hey, well, that's exactly, that's exactly why it, hey. it it puts on full display that they're just like it, it has nothing to do with money, right? Like, and and Dis- we've been I've been saying this about Disney forever. Like Disney's losing money constantly, but they don't care because as long as they can make money off the parks to replenish that, they'll blow money on movies and films that that are busts just to change the social kind of skewing of the world. But if you look at the parks, the parks are still making money. People are still showing up to them. Florida is now making a stride that could actually hurt the parks. Uh, And that's been the biggest impact I think we've seen from that angle in a while. Um, That's a little interesting that DeSantis kind of moved to kind of kneecap Disney. Yeah, I saw uh, with the uh, the tax stuff, which, by the way, did they not have to do anything? Like, I don't understand. Like, what was their exemption? Nothing? So, they just had to pay so nothing? the situation is, is that um, they were given their city status and their self-governance back before the Florida Constitution and any of that stuff was around. Are they like a Vatican? Yeah, pretty much. No way. That's, that's, they don't operate within, like, U.S. law? <laughs> like, they have their well, own so law? They, they operate within U.S. law, but they have their own security force. Um, they have their own fire department. They... Um, there's a, some they don't have an books. armed security force, do they? Oh, they absolutely do. Yeah, they have absolutely. armed people yeah. who work for. I've ne- I mean, yes. you oh, yeah. never see them. They have cops. They have they have full on like police officers. That are, isn't people. that just Orlando PD? No, no, that Fuck is out that of is, here. That is that is their own Disney private PD. Police force. <laughs> yes, because Dude, if you get arrested by the Disney police force, you should kill yourself in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you'd be great if you had to hang yourself with something like whimsical. Yeah, <laughs> like a balloon or something like that. <laughs> like, that'd be funny. Like, like, like you're candy, cut up like, Mickey like Mouse bed sheets. <laughs> you're cutting up Mickey Mouse bed sheets in your fucking cell. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like sad. You're like, this is kind of cute, right? As you're this is a line of people. It's just a line of people hung on walls with fucking wet, with the bunny ears on or whatever, the mouse ears. <laughs> that's your mugshot. <laughs> your mugshot. You have to wear. You have to wear. Like, turn to your left and like, like, sir, fits the ears. You're George like, George Alpio did fucking pink prison outfits and uh, Walt Disney does fucking ears. <laughs> you think they like fucking louse you down like with fucking sugar and flour and shit? Like, Get in the cell! They fucking hose you down and shit. That'd be so funny, dude. Crouch and this- cough. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, some big fucker with Mickey Mouse ears comes out and snaps his glove. <laughs> He's like... The Disney Police Department is like the most brutal, like <laughs> over the top, forceful police department in the country. You find out with the with the amount of gay people that work at Disney, I would be very afraid of getting a rectal cavity oh search in that jail. <laughs> Yo. You know who? Uh, do you remember? You're young, but you might know the story. In the '90s, there was Amadou Diallo and MIPD oh, shoved the fucking thing up his ass. Familiar? I think I've heard about this, but so they, they took this guy into the bathroom in like the seven five or seven thirty. I forgot what precinct it was in, in Brooklyn, and like they pretty much sodomized him with a fucking baton. And I shit. remember, I remember reading about this, but the details are weird. okay. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so, no, that's, that's, so that's it. Well, that's the gist, dude. <laughs> well, fuck um, him. <laughs> One of the dudes, Volpe, was from Staten Island, and his mom was my art teacher in high school. His mom was the is she might be dead. She was older back then. I don't know. She might be alive. The sweetest fucking person alive. And his brother also was a teacher at the school who was the coolest dude in the world. So weird. <laughs> so That's fucking strange. wild. Yeah, yeah, really weird. But uh, that'd be funny if Disney PD was doing that. This fucking batoning people's assholes in the fucking, fucking cells correct. in Disney. Yeah, but so they have this self-governance clause where they can kind of do their own thing, but it existed before the Florida Constitution. So what DeSantis did was... <laughs> they had their own Delta Force. That'd be pretty yeah, funny, too. <laughs> he, he, he didn't say, we're going to get rid of your... He didn't target Disney directly, right? He is, but he's not. Because what they're actually... The actual bill simply says that any self-governance that existed before the Florida Constitution was signed into effect will have to be renegotiated. So, and Uh, from what I understand, the only self-governance in in that way in Florida pre the Constitution is Walt Disney World. So it's it's pretty genius the way that they've gone about it. It's going to be interesting to see what Disney can even do Disney has so much money invested in Florida, and it's not like they like they can pick up and move certain aspects. They literally the can't pick up. But anything the rides are there, right? Um, they can't move any of that. The Disney in Florida is built on two floors. Uh, when you're in Disney, you're actually on the second floor. Um, there's a complete underground at Disney. Right. The reason they did there's that is because the, yeah, well, yeah. they had to do that because the land in Florida didn't give them any coverage. Uh, to build tunnel systems and tramway carts for how right. big the park was, right. which is something they really don't have to deal with in Disneyland because it's a little bit smaller. Smaller. Uh, so they had to basically put the entire fucking thing on stills. Uh, and the problem with that is that they can't really move the majority of the aspects of the park. So if they 
when this self-governance goes away, Osceola County, I believe, is the one that's going to take control over their whole shit show. Um, they're going to be susceptible to their police officers now, um, which means people are going to die at Disney for the first time. Um, which oh, is interesting. Well, that, it, not the first time. A child was eaten by a crocodile. So if, <laughs> if you don't know, the, there's, whatever. there's a dirty history in Disney World and Disneyland of they not letting people up. die in the parks. Right. They take them um, off, right, property? Right. There's right, even right. stories from Disney World of them sinking bodies to the bottom of the fountain that's in, in Disney World overnight so that they could remove the body without guests being in the park. Dude, not for nothing, um, part of me goes, yo, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> Disney's like, yo, we ain't doing this shit here. <laughs> like, it, I appreciate I it. the level of work that they put into right. it. But like, it's purely, comeback, it, sure. it is purely pub publicity. Yeah. Um, and so I think it would be kind of funny to just see how many people start dropping dead. Oh, yeah. Like, how many people has this been going on to? Is Osceola County going to have, like thousands of deaths in the first like year they're like oh my god and how many of them are children oh yeah good question <laughs> we're gonna find out i guess yeah because this <laughs> is the other thing that i keep bringing up to people is disney definitely attracts a certain type of employee and when you have any kind of job where you have easy access to kids that's always something i'm concerned about and you see all these people getting caught up in these florida stings and arrested and shit my question is, what are you going to see happen when that is under control of a different police force? One that isn't from the county previous, that isn't paid for by Disney. Yeah, are they I mean, going to start not... Are they going to start investigating some of this stuff and find a lot more than they were previously? That would be something I'd be interested to see. It's not like Disney can't buy them out either, though. Like, eh, it's, <laughs> you know? it's a little harder just because I think the economic aspect of it comes more into play when they're dealing with another county they're gonna have to negotiate and that's something disney doesn't like doing and it's something disney hasn't done in a very long time with like a government they haven't had to sit down and negotiate any of this kind of stuff with anybody since the 60s so uh it's gonna be interesting to see because they might try to renegotiate the self-governance clause with florida and if they do that then uh theoretically desantis could have them by the balls Right. Because you could say, well, I'm not going to reinstate your self-governance unless you do this, this, and this. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I don't see the problem, like, the, the, everything that Santos is doing is, like, it's it's that problem of, like, I agree with what he's doing. <laughs> but the fact that he's using all, like, the government the way he's using it and, like, because like, that could be just used right back the other way eventually. And it's going to be, like, you know, like, some fucking lid's going to get in there. I, I That's the problem. Think, I, I think, uh, I think... Disney's reaction to the, the quote-unquote, uh, well, the child protection bill that they put through in Florida. Um, that was the initial kind of jolt that kicked this all into effect. And I think what we saw with that is DeSantis's take, in my opinion, is that by them openly saying that they wanted to affect the bill that he was attempting to get passed, that they were doing the bid of the outside government of Florida, right? So his outlook on it is, as long as the people in Florida support what he's doing and it's going to get him reelected, he can just keep doing it. So it is it is using the power of the government and whoever comes along after him could theoretically use this exact same kind of dirty tactics in a way against, say, conservative businesses in the area, things like that, uh, 
or they could use it to utilize against Disney's competition in the future. Things like we saw, you know, it is definitely a dangerous game to play. Well, we saw that in Texas and California, right? When Texas is like with the abortion thing, and then California is like, cool, we're doing that with guns. And we're like, ah, yeah. shit. Well, it's kind of like the, the yeah. sanctuary state angle, right? Right. Like you have the, the sanctuary states for immigration, but like, I think you really, you're getting into a real slippery space when you start applying that same logic to everything else, right? And if you do it for the one thing, why can't we do it for this other thing? Uh, and so... That's, you know, that that's something I think we'll see a lot more of, especially leading into what's going to be a pretty insane election season during 2024 and all of that. So, it, yeah. And like Netflix losing money, Disney losing money, like a lot of the and I, I, I hate being like the everything's woke bro guy, but like kind of is kind of is. Yeah. Right. Like, did you watch Peacemaker? Yes, uh, I, I I watched the first three episodes. Uh, so I watched up until the point where he cries on the bed. Okay. Yeah, it, that was where I stopped it. It was good. And then the last episode, I think it was the last episode. I had some issues with his character from the movie versus the TV show. I was like, it seemed like a different character. Like they they didn't want like they they reverted him back a little too far. Well, because they, they, <laughs> they needed to make him more likable. Yeah, they needed to make him more likable, and I get that. But I just like I don't know. The crying scene was enough for me. I was like, what? The, this guy well, like was brutally killing people, and he's like crying. I mean, I, I mean <laughs> the, the show explains it. it yeah, does they, do. they do. I like it. The dick Whatever, joke the that they the dick <laughs> joke they make right after that was hilarious. Yeah, and also what's his vigilante was. I mean, yeah. he was like a knockoff Deadpool, but whatever. Yeah. Still, I mean, no, it wasn't just, an unenjoyable show. But I did get told by another person to watch it that the end was horrible. Yeah. So the Amanda Waller's daughter in the show, uh, you know, she she goes into speech with him, and she's like, I, I forgot exactly what she says, but she's like. You're pretty cool, except if you weren't like some, you know, you you have some far right wing libertarian. Oh Jesus Christ! And she says libertarian right wing. I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> it was like the last episode, and I went, not ah, there it is. I was like, fucking, I made it the whole fucking season. Going pretty good, <laughs> no woke shit. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been seriously disappointed with specifically Marvel. You know, yeah, uh, Star Wars too. Loki, Star Wars, uh, the uh, the the. <laughs> the basically all the tv shows loki uh, that they attempted as to make me as others i like, just don't like i i have a legitimate problem with like i'm a i'm a comic nerd to an extent no dude blog. i have a giant comic book collection I'm yeah, a, i mean literally over twenty five thousand dollars worth collection. yeah like, my, I get it. my mom was my mom was really in the comic books so she's the one who got me into it and so i i i don't mind when they make movies that are not lining up with the comics that doesn't really bother me all that much i know it does a lot of people but my outlook on it is like well we can't expect them to always use the same source material eventually somebody's going to want to do something different but loki in particular pissed me off because i was like here's this character we watched build up over these avenger movies that i you know and we've seen kind of get more emotional and get more you know involved and then they're just like, oh, and here's a female version of him that we're going to slowly. And then there's like the incest thing. 
And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because they clearly are like, like they kiss, I think, at one point in the show. But they're literally the same person. And I'm like, so how does this work? Like, this is a question we used to ask each other on the oh, internet all the time. Yeah. I, I think, see, okay, I took that as like an ego thing. Like, yeah, well, it definitely is. It definitely is. And narcissistic just, that I'm going to make out myself. I feel like they're trying to replace the character. And then at the end of it, you have the introduction of Kang and the TVA and all of that. And it's like, so if Kang is doing all this, right? If Kang is the one that's orchestrating all this stuff behind the scenes, then what about Thanos and Endgame and Infinity War and all the stuff that we just watched? So then is all that useless? No, wait, is that... Is that what they said? That he was, or he just yeah. So he was the T- or he the just TVA, knew the TVA was orchestrating. I kind of forgot the show a little yeah, bit. Sorry, the TVA, <laughs> the like time travel right, organization. Them I remember. Yeah, they're yeah, the ones that. that are orchestrating and stopping all these world events from happening and stuff. And then at the end, it turns out that Kang is the one that's in like in charge of the TVA, and he's been the one that's been manipulating a bunch of this stuff behind the scenes. But if the universe is quote unquote under his control, which is what he says in the thing, I'm like, well then what about all the shit that we just watched previous? So then is this not the same kind of Canon? Or are they going to introduce that later on? Deadpool not being in stuff is a little irritating for me because they can't. Well, they're he, kind will of be. Stuck. he will be, but we don't know how, because they're kind of stuck. They have this rated R character that in my opinion, you kind of have to have rated R. Great. That they have to now put into Avengers movies and stuff like that that are PG thirteen, and I just don't I don't see how they're going to do that with me still liking the character the same way. Because well, because it well Disney already said they're still going to make him rated R for his own movie. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Deadpool three will be rated R and that'll probably be good. And if you throw him in with the Avengers, you don't you could limit his involvement mm-hmm. where he'll still be funny enough and impactful enough where it's yeah. not going to really matter. If you're not soloing him as an Avenger, then it's irrelevant. It doesn't Have matter. Have you seen the new Batman? I did. Did you like it? I did like it. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on HBO Max, and I, I've been like... I I like The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson in it. It was a good movie. But I hate Twilight with a burning passion. And so... Irrelevant. I just, yeah, I'm so... Telling you. He was, he was, he was actually he's possibly great. my second favorite Batman. Everybody I've seen has said he's good. Yeah. Um, no one said that was their complaint. So I'm going to, I'm going to watch it probably. So he's like, no, Christian Bale is just jacked for Batman. <laughs> like, yeah. Christian Bale's like, you know, Batman. I don't think Pattinson can do that. Pattinson was like more like shredded and like spelt for the suit. And it made right. it mo- almost more. I, I know even though Christian Bell wasn't faking his muscle, it just made it be like, yeah, if Batman was real, he'd probably be just more like a, or a rip guy. Then right. you can't, there's no way to be able to keep up that you, muscle. You might hate me for this, but my favorite Batman is Keaton. No, he's my third. I don't okay. hate you for that. He's the, I don't hate you for that at all. He, he, he was my second until Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Keaton to me, for Batman, I just loved the the Joker in his movies. I loved the like ambiance. That was always my favorite like version of the comics too. So I think yeah, but the detective angle is what I want to see them explore. And I heard that's what this movie. So the was first more three quarters of the movie was very much not like a Batman movie, which is cool. It was like right. a horror thriller detective. That's I okay. The see, that last I could be quarter excited. though, you're like, 
here's the Batman movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, uh, I'm, I'm not excited. Really giving anything I'm excited super away it. here, but like at the last quarter of the movie, like there's like you know they're fighting like on top of like essentially what MSG is, mm-hmm. like you know, and like the Raptors like with shit falling down. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. this is the Batman movie. <laughs> like yeah, here it is. Cool. Here's the yeah, superhero part. Great. But it was good. It was really it was well put together and stuff like that. It was cool. Dude, Colin Farrell see... was fucking great as Penguin. So that is yeah. I, when I saw the commer- the 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 uh, the trailer for the movie. I didn't see his like tagline, so I didn't know that that was him until like the second trailer. And I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" He was so. <laughs> and he put on like this, not a town because like the whole thing was like he was like uh, Falcone's like right hand right, man. Yeah, have you which seen is a great Gotham? take? What have you seen Gotham? No, because it's, it's it look gay. <laughs> it's actually worth watching. It's it's a pretty interesting. It's not really about. Batman. It's kind of about Gotham, right? And and I, I like yeah. that that line of kind of thinking. It kind of has an old school cop show vibe to it, uh, but it's a little more serious. I, I didn't think I was gonna like it because I just hadn't liked any of the DC TV show stuff, and that's probably the only one that I would rewatch. Um, I, I, I liked it. Yeah, there's like a. Because most DC thing is shit. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> most of well, and, so like with Marvel too, it's like I like the uh, I like um, Daredevil, Punisher. Both of those were really good. The shows they did on Netflix. The yeah. first season of Luke Cage was pretty good. Um, I didn't care for like the Iron Fist. Um, I yeah. you know I. I think they realized pretty quickly that they were going to have to start their own streaming service. And it mm. just threw such a huge wrench into those productions Yeah, that they now are basically just making CW shows with a higher budget. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like arguably the, the those two fight scenes in daredevil in season one and two, mm-hmm. the hallway fight scene and then the stairwell fight scene, Dude. arguably in my opinion, two of the best fight scenes in any I cinematic no version of anything. <laughs> those fight scenes and the bus fight scene from the movie, nobody, I go back and watch sometimes and go, how the fuck did they film this? Do that one <laughs> shot. Me and my dad, I, my dad still lives in Staten Island. I live in Pennsylvania. So we, I, I just jumped on like a fucking uh, a stream yard thing with him. I was like, yo, you want to watch the fucking Daredevil fight scene again? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like we just, we just watched the fucking hallway. Have, you, have you seen awesome that look. movie with uh, Bob Odenkirk called Nobody? No, I want to watch You it. are going to fucking love that movie if you love fight scenes. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. There is a bus fight scene with him and these four Russian guys. It you cannot watch that fight scene without wanting to punch a fucking wall. I, I challenge yeah, I anybody watching. to watch that fight scene without even, going, uh, I want to be there. Even, even <laughs> in Punisher, when he fights the prisoners, you're like, yo, oh, it's shit, so brutal. Man. Yeah, fucking that, uh, John I only liked Iron Fist. Shut up, Sam. No, you didn't. <laughs> Shut up. That's so bad. <laughs> um, that was my least favorite to comic book adaption that they did because they just butchered the comic book oh yeah yeah <laughs> they didn't no, no care problem with a lot of those though dude like it was like too long yeah like, eight episodes ended why is yeah. it 13 it's, it's crazy be done. be done you didn't they didn't need it and they draw that out that was a problem with luke cage too like luke cage should have been a one season show they could have stretched that season out a little bit longer but done. yeah well the problem with luke cage too is like the problem with a lot of these guys is no cool villain so, so yeah, like you're, like you're I mean, right. Marsh, they can't the make Marshall films Ali anymore. Ali is cool. Like he's a good, he's a great actor. But like my whole point is like, 
he was great in that role he did, but it's not like he could. It's not like he was a physical threat to Luke Cage or anything like that. It was just right. a whole more yeah, of like just, you know, well, like he, power thing. And that one was, of the biggest problems I have with that show is the fact that that guy gets killed by being thrown out a window by his sister, some right. like hundred and sixty five pound chick who's like, it doesn't really make logical sense. I'm like, well, the fucking this is like, I don't know, this guy's like a mob tycoon, and he just lets himself get like offed. Right, like, easily. Yeah, some, yeah, 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 yeah. Like but, he doesn't yeah. have security in the room with him at any point. All like, those, all those, minus Daredevil has Bullseye, which is yeah. arguably a great villain. Oh, Everyone else is like fucking just whatever. Like Punisher doesn't really count because Punisher fights everybody, so you could put any villain in there and it'll right. work. But like Iron Fist doesn't really have anybody really. You know, you know he doesn't really have anybody. Jessica Jones of all the shows that have been made. Um, is on Jessica Jones was actually all right. It that was, show was but that show long. was decent. It was too, too long. long. It should have been a season, same deal. Um, the one that I had, or a couple seasons, that one you could have done two on, I think. But but shorter but, seasons. Yeah, but <laughs> in general, the one issue I had was one of the big ones that I, I just lost it now. Uh, it was a DC show, not Moon Knight, but another one that just uh, came it's Marvel. Uh, Moon Knight is yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm thinking there's a DC one that I oh you know what it is it's Titans. Um, oh, on HBO Max, stuff, on right? HBO Max they made a version of Teen Titans that they wanted to put out called Titans, which is a little bit older and it's like it, it's the it's kind of the classic-ish storylines from the comic book. The problem is is it is a fucking CW show through right. and through. I mean this shit looks like people in tights running around in mm -hmm. a rented mansion like it. It doesn't look good. It's and, and and DC has a problem with low budget shows. Marvel has a problem with spending so much money and then having shit dialogue and storytelling. Right. So it's like they're 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 opposites. Which it, when when you when I I'll again I'm such a fucking dumb nerd I'll die on this hill but like when you watch again a lot of these movies or shows a lot of the problem is lack of cool villain. There's so little cool villains out. I there. don't think they can make villains anymore. I don't think they can put them on television because to make a real comic like book shit villain, like PC shit. No, a real comic book villain has to be evil, and I right. don't think they want to put that on screen. Right, the type of evil that they seem to want to put into media these days have to involve war or sexual assault or it's something of those shit, natures. Right, right? woke shit. Whereas. <laughs> evil from comic books was always about I'm going to end the human race. I'm right. going to blow up the planet. I'm going to destroy Gotham. I'm going to wreck Metropolis. I'm going to, right? It was always about some specific bad event taking place or somebody who was just driven towards chaos. They can't really make that anymore. Because like not to push their message. I didn't watch the second Venom movie because I love, I love Carnage. He's, he's I always say he's tied for my favorite villain with Joker because I, I, I kind of like because both guys I like chaos. To, I, I have it still, but I have the hall. I think I have the holographic like Venom one they did where it's it's Venom and Carnage Carnage fighting on the front cover of it. Yeah, and it's like all holographic and sparkly. That was like my favorite cover. Great. Yeah, like like I love the <laughs> character of Carnage because it was true. Like oh, I don't. I have no message. No, it's <laughs> chaos. It's just I want to just cause legitimate chaos. Like Joker's like 
kind of the same, right? But not really, because Joker's like, I have an overall philosophy. He has here. his like, relationship with Batman. Right, well. is a whole thing. But Carnage is like, no, 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 I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'll kill you anything. Just put just, it in front of me. Just break which, shit. Which, as a, for a comic book villain, is exactly what you want. <laughs> you want some almost ins- unstoppable force who's like, I don't give a shit. I kill indiscriminately. Stop me. And you need a team of fucking heroes to take this thing. That's yeah. what makes it cool. And, that, and so, what, like, the Venom movie, I know they had Carnage as a villain. And like I'm like, I don't, I don't even give a shit. I know this isn't the card I want to see. I can't prove that. I didn't watch the movie, but I can almost guarantee I'm right. I can almost guarantee it's not the card I want to see. I, you first of all, with that, you so, need you need Spider Man too. I have yet to watch the new Venom, but I have a couple friends that watched it. Their comments were that it's basically just the first movie over again, but with Carnage in it. They didn't really like. It's just the same story twice, which is kind of the another thing. Again, it's they. Spend these big budgets, but they don't put any work into dialogue or storytelling because I don't think they can. If, if you're trying to spread the message that especially like Marvel and Disney and these companies that have gone kind of woke have been doing, you can't do it without losing money. Like, cause people just don't want to buy this shit. So if they, <laughs> if, if they were putting out, if they were putting out, movies and tv shows and comics still to this day that had the messaging they did say 30 years ago i think these companies would still be wildly successful in those fields but right now they're not like in the comic book field they are absolutely destroyed comic books are dead now manga has replaced the majority of the comic book industry and that's because the japanese artists and the japanese dialogue writers and are are not afraid to just write the way they've been writing and the people in orange they can't do that right because they have to put out a message if they want to put out that message they have to alter their work and if they alter their work they're not going to make money so just like i'm not a big gamer like i play games but i'm not like a gamer like you know like i play like nhl anybody who knows the last of us 2 knows exactly what's going on with marvel and dc Okay. okay so i was just gonna say like IGN used to be a great source mm. for me. Like now they are just woke trash, right? Complete woke trash. I still follow them on Instagram and Twitter just to poke fun at it kind of like, see what they they've just become game they've became the gaming version of BuzzFeed. Yes, exact great analogy. Yeah. Yes, they are the gaming version of BuzzFeed. That's perfect. Um they just put out an article being like uh DC comic sales way down, like after like you know, gay Superman's son, and the, and they right. went this whole article about like how we're pieces of shit for not accepting, and we're like, no, it's because it's trash. How about that? No, it's because it's, it's garbage, and I don't want to see the son of Superman sucking dick. Exactly. Like I, I don't. Just not, <laughs> I didn't like not Superman. By the way, <laughs> I'm not a huge Superman guy. I never was. Uh, I I always like Doctor Manhattan better than Superman. Hundred percent. That's my own thing. Doctor Manhattan was gritty. Superman was too pretty boy for me. That was. Uh, I have a, I have a, I have a great shirt that, of course, I have. The, I have two of the same one sleeves, one without sleeves, uh, and it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great, um, still from the comic book, the, the novel of, of him just fucking staring out into nothing. Do you just, have the Malice comic book? No. So I'm trying to track down a copy of that because I want to get one signed. I need to. Wait, Michael Malice it. did a comic. I did like so a... Harvey Picard did a did a comic book thing for Malice about his like life, <laughs> um, and it was released. But there's not very many copies of it. It's like four or five hundred bucks. But I'm trying to hunt down one of them. No, I just have the. Uh... Actually, I have. 
the first one graded, like the first Watchmen mm-hmm. number one graded, mm-hmm. and then I had, then I just have, uh, then I just have like the trade back, like of like the novel, yeah. like that, because I like, it's not worth me actually tracking down the other physical individual series, right? The first yeah. one's the only one I need, and I got it. If I was, <laughs> if I wanted to collect comic books from the financial angle, that's the stuff you get into. But if you're collecting them for kind of more the sentimental angle, and you know keeping the financial stuff to the side then it then it uh it, you your collection tends to be way cooler yeah so you what have I, more eclectic stuff I, I agree so what i do is like i have a collection but i sell too so what i right. sell is doubles of right. anything i have or you know or if i get like a nicer version i'll keep that and mm-hmm. sell the other version <laughs> you know or uh if i have because my my dad and I have been collecting comic books since like the fucking eighties. I'm mean, him right. since the eighties. That was the right around the time my mom would have been into it too. Right. So, so like, so there was a shit ton of even like issues of stuff that I don't give a fuck about, like Gen thirteen and like Wildcats and stuff. It That's worth money though. Through but the like, roof. yeah. But like, oh my, oh, I have them now. I got them graded, and I'm just gonna be like, well, here's easy hundreds of literally thousands of dollars. Actually, I'll probably get out of it. It's oh, gonna take me a little. It's gonna take me a few months, but I'll get thousands of dollars out of it. The market sure. now, especially for old issues of comics, are through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a seller's market right now for for all that stuff. I think. My most valuable comic is the very first appearance of Shang Chi. Uh huh. Yeah. So because I've had that forever. Right. No one gave a shit about it. Well, it's kind of racist too. The cover is mad racist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does that have the Mushu fork mustache on the? Oh, oh, it's the okay. Okay, I know the I know the cover. But Shang Chi's on the cover, and he looks like super Asian. Like they're like, we're gonna make this guy really Asian. We're gonna hammer this point home. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's probably why that went up in value so much is because that movie flopped too. On top of it, that, I mean, the movie they did flopped completely. No, but villain. everybody, yeah, exactly, and everybody called out that actor who played him uh, and stuff like that. And one of the things they called them out about was those comic books. Uh, they were talking shit about Marvel, like, well, this is how the character used to be, <laughs> like, right. and so those comic books, I imagine, like. Just off of that alone, will probably become more scarce because people will want to just own that piece of art right. because of what it is. And, and it's like it's like so. Like, dude, I had the first appearance of Hobgoblin. That's it might be my second most valuable comic, but it's like in the thousands of dollars now. Like, it's crazy how much. The, and yeah, like, I have a couple forever. I have like, a couple vi- vinyl albums that I was like a little taken aback value wise when I started looking into it. That's a great question. If I had to give up one, would it be Converse's or comics? Converse's. It yeah, hurt, it, yeah, it would hurt my soul. You can like worst case switch to Vans. I'll go, like, I would go to Vans. I would, hate, I would hate it. I would hate it though. I would hate it. But com- I have to keep comics. Like you got to keep comics. That's a good so question. here's a fun fact. Do you know that Converse uh, actively just butt fucks the government? That makes me like them even more. So Converses have fuzzy shit on the bottom of the shoes, right? If you buy Converses new. They've got this like fuzzy material, like it's not quite slick rubber on the bottom of the shoe. Yeah, the reason behind that isn't because of manufacturing. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with because there's a tax that the government put forward to where a shoe is taxed differently from a slipper. So a Converse is technically a slipper because the majority of the bottom of the sole is not rubber, technically speaking. Oh, they have covered it with a felt shit <laughs> with that fuzzy stuff. 
Dude, that that's a fuzzy great stuff troll. puts them in a different tax bracket for their shoes. Fuck From yeah, like a 30% converse, tax to like a 2% tax. It's insane. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of woke shit, because we just went on a fucking 20 minute comic rant, people pro- either people love that or hated it. <laughs> that was a real 50 50 we just took. <laughs> I haven't had a good comic book cover. It was like when you went on my show and we started talking about comedy. I haven't had a good comedy conversation in fucking forever. Yeah, dude, I love talking comic books. Like, I, I, I would love to do like something like that, but like not on this, pla- not on the Porcupine platform, but like something else. I would like to do like a comic. Yeah, you know what like I'm saying? A, yeah, kind of like so- how, well, the culture war stuff in general ties into the comic book conversation. So well, I was gonna bring up. I was, I was just gonna say, like, so, like, so bringing it back to politics a little bit. So people were like, "Thank you." <laughs> I did tune into the show, listen to you guys talk a little bit about politics, um, and we only got like, like ten minutes left, so we'll just we could, we could wrap it up on this topic. But like the whole how the left infiltrated fucking culture, uh, art, um, yeah. all that shit, movie, obviously. It well, falls in that. I and, think, and the right never gave a fuck about it, and they fucked up, not caring. Right, the right. The right didn't give a shit, and by not giving a shit, they allowed the left to kind of trample through things. I mean, all throughout, like, for instance, going back to Cold War and shit like that, where you had a lot of, like, communist involvement in media and stuff like that. Um, it's all... <laughs> uh, it's all still there. Um, you know, all that indoctrination stuff, all the, you know, political groups within Hollywood and, and media are all still there. So I don't think you can ever really get rid of that. I think what has to happen is, you know, the consumers, the people who are buying this stuff really have to be the one to make those changes. So if people stop going to Disney, if they stop subscribing to their online platforms, and we just saw CNN Plus uh, just announced that they're uh, in April shutting down their subscription service. That's a perfect example of of what needs to happen with Disney Plus and all those other streaming services. If the content you're getting there can be gotten other ways, not telling anybody to do anything illegal, but right, might want to do something illegal. Um, That's you, it, could, you just kind of nailed it right there. You're right. Besides that part, besides it's like it's like here's the thing. I have a good friend who fucking loves disney and he doesn't give a shit about the company like he's like the yeah. company the company sucks i agree but he's like but disney world's awesome and i'm right. still gonna go and like that's the and i get that though like like yeah like we hey man we don't parents. we only get one crack at this world i get like wanting to have a good time at a cool place and like i get that struggle of like yeah disney the company sucks but like Fuck! I do want to go on that Star Wars ride. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like it's it's that struggle you have to like. I never been well, here. I mean, I went I to know. Disney. I went to Disney World uh, about six years ago at this point with my family. Uh, before all this shit was right. before I was thinking about politics really at all, and uh, it it sucks. It, it's a dismal fucking hellscape. Um, I would have rather gone to Universal or any other park. Here's the problem with Disney World that Disneyland doesn't have. Disney World is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Americans are lazy, fat people like me. And and I don't want to walk nine miles to go on a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> and, I mean, to give you an idea, you've got, what, five, six parks in Disney World? I mean, we did uh, four, day, four days there or something, three days there or something like that. And it was just constant walking back and forth. And not like it would have been shitty for you or a skinny person to have like been there. Yeah, it wouldn't would have been, have been fun for anyone. Yeah. It's it's 
it's you're standing in the sun, you're walking back and forth from ride to ride, and then walking to a different park and taking these tramways. It's not enjoyable. Like at least Disneyland is confined to Disneyland and it's somewhat easy to navigate. Disney World's just a fucking mess. Uh, and the only perk to it was like going to Epcot and getting drunk. But like they've removed a lot of the alcohol and stuff like that from the parks now. Um, I think the biggest thing that people could do would be if you're planning vacations, don't go to Disney, go to Universal. Uh, Universal stayed completely silent during this. They do woke shit too uh, in their films and production companies. But as far as the parks are concerned, they've been pretty good. Uh, and it, your kids are going to enjoy it just as much. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's they got Jaws and cool shit, especially if you have kids that are like in that 10 to 15 age bracket. Those kids are going to go nuts over Universal way more than they would over, over, because they're going to know the films. You know, it's, it's, I think Universal just has less namesake and so, and in Florida too. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> uh, so my, my wife, she could hear me now because she's got home, but like, uh, she she has to go every year because she's a teacher and she has to like do like the senior class trip down there, and she that hates it. Really enjoyable. Yeah, she hates it. <laughs> like she fucking hates it because according to like well, obviously she's like super hot. <laughs> she's like super fucking new. Like you were saying, I know you like it, but most people don't. So oh no, I don't like it that way because you have no. So like right, if you're hanging out in Florida, you've got shade and air conditioning and things that you can get into. You're literally just out there. Outside, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking, with it, yeah. you're on the hot concrete, walking around on concrete yeah. the whole day. Like it's so. It's so she's like, that sucks. She's like, also they can't drink with the teachers because they have to like you know right. be like responsible. They also have to make sure these girls aren't. They're a bunch of fucking seniors. Hey, if it was up to me, tell her you. If it was up to me, she should just stick them on one roller coaster, get the operator to keep that fucker on, and just head to the bar. <laughs> and that, well, that's the other thing too is like she's like it, we can't even like like there are a lot of ride rides and stuff but it's like it's like it's not even like it's so time consuming she's like it's, she's like it's not fun well, okay like, it think about this. If you're a family like i've got four brothers so for us to go on a vacation that means you know even with my when my mom wasn't around which she was then that means you've got seven people going to an amusement park well okay that is fucking a expensive as shit. Yeah. I mean, you're going to drop a thousand bucks just to get into the park. I mean, it, it, which is insane. And then you're going to spend another 500 in food and you're going to spend another 500 in driving and fucking souvenirs and bullshit. You're going to spend a couple grand on the hotel. Like, I don't know. I think the Disney problem might solve itself because the economy is going to get so bad. You're not going to have many families that are able to do that on a yearly basis anyway. And yeah. the ones that can are always going to go anyway. Right. Those are the diehard mm -hmm. Disney fans. Those are the people who have those, but the Florida, Florida people have turned against Disney from what I can see in the yeah, public persona, like pretty hardcore. So uh, maybe push them into fucking California, you know, and tell oh. them, Go back. Go back. Fuck yeah. you. You know, it depends on how hardball DeSantis decides to play it. You know, Dude, he has Disney a lot World of ability to fuck Disney, them. But Disney's not going to have World and Land and and Cali. That's crazy. They 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 would have to they would move, put it somewhere else in the East Coast. Like they probably move it to Georgia. Also, like that's another thing. They like probably go to before. Vegas or something like that, or maybe Vegas. But like it's it's so dude, that's so much 
like shit to move. It, it's almost like they're oh, like, nah, dude, we're so we're just dedicated impossible. to Florida now. The, there's virtually impossible to move everything. Um, you know, but like the money it, they would lose moving, especially across country, it, it would, would be, be billions. billions. Yeah, it would be billions. <laughs> Literally billions of dollars. Like it's yeah. crazy, dude. You it, can't it, do it. It would get nuts. I mean, to give you an idea, they've constructed two mountains. Yeah, in Disney World. I mean, two literal mountains out of concrete. So it's yeah, it's there's there's too much infrastructure there for them to just pick up and run with. Yeah, although it'd be funny to see them try. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think they're just kind of fucking stuck. Honestly, I Mm -hmm. think they're like, we're here. This is it. Like, like we just dug our our heels in. And it's it's Disney used to be the king and in a sense they still are but i also think much like the mainstream media companies they understand that people are not absorbing their content the same way anymore people just don't like edited shit any longer like and you know it's different you know it's different posting a funny little five minute edit on twitter or youtube that's that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about long form stuff people sitting down to watch a two-hour piece of content these days are they're watching more podcasts and radio shows and uh, interviews than they are watching anything Disney's put out there in the last mm-hmm. 30 years. So, you know, when Rogan's latest episode of his podcast is getting more views than the newest episode of Moon Knight, then maybe that's a, a point that people need to start taking into account. And I think the media companies have, uh, but Disney's those companies they're not gonna they they can't change the way that they're doing things because at this point their entire message and kind of structure corporately is based around the fact that they are these people they are the ones that are going to talk about these issues if they were to like switch up the way they were talking right now they would gain the trust of a lot of people on say the right but yeah. they'd lose so much traction on the one side that they built up for the last twenty years that they put a, put their business back into the Stone Age. It's it's weird to me how like again the the point of any business obviously is to make money. That's mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what where you lean politically. That's how you operate and stay open. So to go woke, I mean not the the cliche go woke go broke thing, but that's kind of true. Mm. Unless you're unless you're very specifically woke and have a niche and people pay you, right? It's rare. Thing, so though, like usually is, most people go. So like, but they they are going woke. Like like the the, the last Star Wars movies were absolute woke garbage. Right. Yes. Um, certain Marvel movies are, and then certain parts in Marvel movies are. Uh, I mean, that's a thing. So like d- DC, all these fucking comic book movies, all these fucking movie companies are going so woke, and people are actively you see the numbers not. Right. watching so wh- at what point do they go maybe this isn't a good money move for us right. <laughs> as a well, company so it's it's the measurement of value if we were talking about a cute pure capitalist free market situation then this would make absolutely no sense and they wouldn't be making this decision the only reason that they're making these decisions to to move their companies in these directions is because that is what the mainstream narrative and the government and the mainstream press pushes. But, but how so, are they making money? That's what I'm saying. Well, because they're making money in other ways. So they don't have to make monetary value in the sense of, well, we made $300 million on this movie and we're fucking okay. loaded, right? What are they making money off of? They just have to stay even by getting enough people to go to the parks to fund the movies, right? Which they've done. They've been doing that for about 10 years now. And then all the profits, they don't really care about. 
I mean, they don't really. They don't need to be uber profitable anymore because their stakeholders are going to be happy regardless, as long as their stock prices aren't affected to an insane degree. And because of Disney's pedigree, as far as a company goes, they can ride on that for 50 years if they wanted to, before they would have to really change anything, quote unquote. And when you look at what they're getting in form of woke points, right, or you could bring up ESG, you know, people will talk about that as an idea that might be tied into this. All of that could be possible, but what I look at it as is they're not getting monetary value out of this. What they're doing is getting publicity points out of it. Mm, They're getting media points out of it. They're getting government points out of it. Because you have to keep in mind, again, like, you know, Disney gets grants. They get, they get, you know, just like any other massive corporation today, they utilize the government to do a lot of what they do. Right. Uh, so if the government that's in the White House is pushing the narrative that this is we need to be inclusive and be all in writing and all this stuff, well, then they're going to do the same thing because it makes sense for them from that perspective, whether they're losing money or not. And they're not really losing money. They're just not making any. Right. And that's kind of the sense of what Twitter's doing, too. Right. Is they're breaking Twitter even. has this offer on the table from Elon Musk, which, according to their you know, mission as board members, they should be taking in a second, but they're not going to because they don't care about the money. They care about the value of Twitter because of the, the platform. Message, right. It holds what broad, right. Read. The well, same is true for Disney. You control they, the, you control the, you control the, uh, the method yeah, and the narrative. Disney is the biggest right, media yeah. conglomerate on the face of the earth, period. There's no one even that comes relatively close to them. There's not, I mean, there's no one else. So, if you control that company or you can control what that company does, then you control the message that they put out. And the government and the cronyist system we have now supports Disney going this woke way, even though it's antithetical to them making profits. Uh, in the same way that it's antithetical to Twitter, or it, it doesn't work for Twitter to take this deal because then they lose that market cap in the public sector. Right. Fuck the private sector. Like they don't want that. They don't want money because money is only really so powerful anymore, uh, which is really kind of what the whole cronyist system is, is supposed to do in the first place. Right. I mean, once the government has control of money and they get to choose where it goes, then it really kind of loses a big portion of its value because you can't trust it. So they get value in other ways through media, through marketing, through the way that people talk about them. Look at H3H3, Ethan Klein. Oh, dude. what a uh, fucking You see what's happening to this guy over the last day? So this guy's whole thing, and, and Jordan Peterson warned him of this. He said, you know, if you keep placating to these woke type mm-hmm. people, you keep doing this, you keep going down the Hassan Piker route, you're going to wind up getting canceled just like everybody else. And we're seeing that happen in real time. And it's happening because you can't ever be perfect. Right. So even with Disney as big of a company as they are, even with Twitter as big of a company as they are, all you need is them to slip up and do something. Like in the sense of this this Florida bill that got all this stuff started, that's exactly what it was. They got caught with their pants down because they were supporting the politicians that were backing the quote-unquote don't say gay bill. And that was originally what caused the uproar against Disney. So they had to change their tune and come out against it. Well, if people want to really fuck them, if they're not buying their products, 
they will force them to start legitimately losing money. And then that's when you have to, when the company is really going to have to publicly start either changing what they're doing or going off the deep end in the other direction, which is a possibility too. I mean, they could go completely broke. That's We've never seen it happen from a company angle, but I think we're going to in the next few years. Some company is going to put all their resources in the woke basket, and it's going to completely bankrupt them. Right. I agree. Uh, dude, yeah, fuck, uh, fuck Disney. We can end it on, <laughs> we can end it on a fuck Disney chant. Dude, uh, Layton, thank you so much for coming on, dude. That was fun as fuck. And the comic conversation was fun. And the world conversation was fun as always. Uh, hang out. Don't get off. So say goodbye off air. But uh, everybody out there who watched and listened or will listen in the future, thank you very much as always for supporting. Again, coming out next week, April 30th, New Hampshire. Dropton.com, such events for tickets. Get your tickets. Come on out. Peace it's, out. It's Bye. in the slightly gayer Florida. Slightly gayer Florida, guys. Go to slightly gayer Florida. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.